0: Hey, sister friend, have you ever wondered what the difference between a vision, a dream, and a goal is? Oddly enough, those are actually all words that are associated with the Bible. Now, of course, we know about visions and dreams, we hear that in Joel, but you may not have realized that actually goals are biblical as well. Well, if you're like scratching your head over the hair wondering how all of those words are biblical and how they relate to your life, we are going to dive in in a virtual workshop this Saturday, January 8th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we are going to unpack each of these and their relationship to the Bible, and we're going to explore what the Bible has to say about them and most importantly, how they relate to your life here present day. All right. So if you're interested in joining our virtual workshop where we are going to unpack Visions, dreams, and goals, and then create and architect a map for the year, then go ahead and email me, franny at shinewithfranny.com, and I will send you over the Zoom link, the PDF, and all other essentials for Saturday's free workshop. All right, now grab your pen and paper and let's get on with the show. Hey there, Speed Sister Friend. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show and happy new year. Whether you have been a listener for a hot minute or whether this is your first time tuning in today, I am so glad that you're here, y'all. It is 2022 and it seems like I just blinked and was teasing up my hair with some Aquanet for some big bangs, listening to the Casey in Top 40 with Let's Party Like It's 1999. You're my people. If you remember those days, you're still my people, even if you don't. (laughs) Anyways, I'm so excited because it is 2022. To you guys, which means it is a double portion of God's goodness and favor and love and all things good and godly that he is excited to give to us this year. So let's dive into our first episode today of this new year. And of course, with the new year comes the idea of goals and dreams and resolutions. So go ahead and take a quick little notebook, uh, take a little piece of paper right here. If you're, I don't know, are you even old school? Like maybe I'm so old school uh, that I write things down with piece of paper and pen still. You might put this in your notes section, but give me a shout a yes and an amen. If one of these speak to you, many of the times I work with clients and friends and they'll tell me that they do not like setting goals or new year's resolutions because one of the following, maybe they say that they have never accomplished them. And so they feel like a failure. Somebody else has once told me just recently, another good friend of mine said, I just have so many goals. I don't even know where to start. And so I just don't start at all. I was like, girl, we need to go ahead and dial that in. Another friend told me one time that, you know what, I have nothing to keep me motivated all all the way to the end you know, to the end of the goal. She's like, okay, after the wedding happened, I had a friend who her son got married. The son got married, then guess what? She went right back to the old way of living. And we know that we have to keep on living for the eternal rewards, not just the earthly rewards. Or how about this one? Maybe you start off strong, you come out of that gate, like that racehorse, and then you lose the motivation to keep going. Mm, I know that one far too well. Or this one. Maybe you just say it's just so hard that you don't have the accountability at home. Maybe your kids are wanting you to swing by through the Krispy Kreme drive-through on the way to school, or maybe your husband brings home, you know, Krispy Kreme on a Saturday morning after you just did your workout. I don't know. Whatever your advice is, I know that it's sometimes harder for some of my friends or clients who have kids because you have some of those other sweet treats or just some of those other treats around the house. So if any of those resonated with you, the feelings of failure or maybe overwhelm or frustration or the lack of direction or motivation or the lack of having accountability, you know, and the ease of having to pick out, you know, your fruits and vegetables and not all the other things in the pantry, then you are not alone, sister friend. Many other people are right there alongside of you. Over 90% of people do not accomplish their new resolutions. However, guess what, y'all? We are going to go ahead and set the record straight together today because we are going to take an initiative today to follow in Jesus' steps because, y'all, he was a goal setter. I don't know if you know that about Jesus, but he was a goal setter. And we know that we are called to follow in Jesus' footsteps and we are called to be made in his likeness. And so in this next few episodes, today's episode and the next few to follow, we are going to unpack how to create goals and follow through with them. That's the most important part. Yeah. Creating a goal is great, but then actually starting them and then following through is the next big thing. So as I mentioned, you know, as we are to become more like Christ, just like it tells us in first John two, six, whoever says that he abides in him must walk in the same way. We are to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. And so this is kind of a little follow the leader today because we know that he is our leader for all things, love and kindness and forgiveness and mercy and justice, But he was also very prophetic in putting out there what he was on this earth to do. And so, as we know that we are called to live from glory to glory and be transformed in his image, as it tells us in 2 Corinthians, and again, you know, Paul reminds us in Romans 8 that God predestined, you know, and conformed us into the image of his son. We are to conform into the image of his son, not to the patterns of this world. That's a little skipping around from Romans 8 to Romans 12 right there. We are not to conform to the patterns of this world, However, we, to, we are to be made more into the likeness of Christ. So as I mentioned a second ago, you know, Jesus was a goal setter. His whole entire ministry was actually filled with announcements of what he was going to do. You know, if we think about how many times he predicted his own death and foretold of his own death. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to be betrayed. I'm going to be killed. And then I'm going to rise again. That's from Mark. We also know that Jesus tells us over and over again that I am going to come back. It tells us in Revelation several times. I am returning. I am coming back. I am coming soon, he says, several times. I love, too, that we know Jesus reminds us from the very first miracle that he performed when he tells Mary, you know, he's at the wedding at Cana, and Mary's like, hey, Jesus, can you do your thing here? And she's like, mother, it's not yet time. But then we know what did he do? He listened to his mother. He was like, okay, little soft spot for Mary. So we know in Luke 2, 49 too, it tells us that I must be about my father's business. Always, whenever Jesus was going to do something, he was always proclaiming and declaring what he was here to do. I must be about my father's business. I am going to be betrayed. I am going to be killed. I will rise again. I am coming soon. All of these sister are all in the present. So whenever I work with a client, it's really important to like think of that one-year vision. Like, Where do you see yourself in one year? Because it gives you that opportunity to really have an idea and a picture in your mind. We are very visual. So right now, if I were to say the word car or palm tree or elephant, you probably created a visual image in your mind, like this word picture in your mind, because thankfully God has gifted us with that brain. And we have context of what a palm tree or a car or an elephant looks like. And so it is really important to have that visual for where you see yourself, you know, maybe in a new house or maybe in a new job or maybe in a new size of dress. That is really important to see that. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you berate yourself or you go to every means necessary, you know, you put yourself in a debt or anything, but you create a plan to make small strides towards that vision. And this weekend, I don't know if you guys uh, heard the beginning part of this message, we are going to be doing a little bit of a training session. It's going to be all about the difference between a dream, a vision, and a goal, and how all of those are actually very much biblical. And so as we're unpacking a little bit more here, you know, with the fact that Jesus was very, very, very intentional about what he was doing, we must follow in his footsteps and be intentional about the things that we are doing. Now, ultimately, sister, we need to think about our goals and we're going to dive into this, you know, in depth this coming weekend on Saturday, but we need to think about our goals as an opportunity to give God the glory. Ultimately, that's everything that we live, breathe, eat, sleep, drink, do, right? We have to remind ourselves that everything you do should be all for the glory of God. And so I just want you to really consider the Ephesians 2.10 where God says, that he has created workmanship. You know, he has predestined us for good work, for good works, that are specific to each of us. So as you think about your years, you think about you know what you want to accomplish and what you want to achieve. And perhaps there are some quantitative measures, things you can check off, or a certain amount of money that you can have saved, or perhaps you know how many resumes you can send out, or maybe you know again how many pounds you want to lose or whatnot. Sometimes there's quantitative, um, you know, benchmarks that we can achieve. But oftentimes there are qualitative and more often than not, there are the qualitative benchmarks that God wants to do in and through us. He says, I want you to become more like my son. He doesn't say, I want you to have as much money as Jesus did. Okay. He says, I want you to become more like him. I want you to love like him. I want you to lead like him. I want you to serve like him. So as you think about this coming year, this is the foundational, you know, episode, if you will, the foundational session, because everything then hinges upon this and really thinking about what you want, which quality of Jesus and what you want to be at the end of the year, not what you want to have, not what you want to check off your list, but who you want to become at the end of this year. You know, Rick Warren says that God is way more concerned about your character than he is your comfort. Okay. So maybe you'll get that house and the car and the, you know, the job and all those things, or maybe, you know, the, those new pant sizes or whatnot, but God is way more important about who did you forgive this year? Who did you re- out, reach out to and serve this year? Who did you forgive? Who did you love? Maybe who was really unlovable was maybe that grain of sand at the bottom of your shoe. Oh, I don't know about that one, but I do know this that grain of sand, when it's rubbed (laughs) again and again and again, over and over, that abrasion actually creates a pearl inside of an oyster. So God might be calling you to a grain of sand, maybe somebody in your workforce or maybe somebody in your church um, or your small group or something like that. Somebody who just gets under your skin. Oh man alive. I've had those people in my life. Okay. So I just want to remind you, Sister friend, you know in First Corinthians nine twenty six, Paul reminds the um, church at Corinth, and he says, "Look, you got to run straight towards the goal with purpose in every step. You have to be intentional and architect your dream, your goal, your vision, your plan, whatever it is this year. You have to be very intentional. Like, what is the quality or characteristic?" As you follow in Jesus' footsteps, that you want to become more like him this year, you have to be very intentional, very purposeful, because Paul continues in verse 26 and he says, I fight to win, right? I'm not playing around. I'm not just shadow boxing or playing around. I think this is from the Living Translation, the, the Living Bible Translation. So, sister friend, I pray that this blesses you. I pray that as you set out and you embark upon writing out your resolutions, your goals, your dreams, your visions, all the things, you really think more about the character and the qualities. Now, don't go, you know, looking after Sister Susie Chris. You're like, oh, I wish that she, you know, I was as meek and kind and timid as she is or, you know, I wish that I was as bold of a leader as she is. No, no, no. You look to Jesus. You look at the one who created you and you say, okay, Lord, what is it that you want to do in me this year? Okay, Holy Spirit, I'm here. Mold me like the piece of clay that I am. And you allow him to do a work in you. And guess what? It's really good if you can find a promise to rest upon and to stand upon that supports that characteristic that you're working on. That quality of Jesus that you want to become. Because remember, we want to be intentional. And just like Jesus reminds us, I'm here to be about my father's business. So people need Jesus, y'all. People need love and they need light. And they need lots of laughter too. Okay, so if you need some laughter, go head over to my Instagram stories or of my reels <laughs> on Facebook. Check out some of those. I talk about some crazy stuff up in there. But other than that, sister friend, I pray that this blesses you. Drop me a quick little email and just say, "Hey, Brandy, this is what I'm focusing on this year." It's really good when you um share your goals with someone else when you're holding you know holding yourself accountable, putting it out there, writing it down, thinking about it. And then sharing it with someone else. That's really important. You just don't want to keep that secret to yourself. Put it out there. I'd love to hear from you. Franny, at Shine with Franny. And y'all, I'm going to be offering something super exciting. We've got an, an exciting offer that I'm going to be sharing with you guys later this week in our next episode about a group program that I'm going to be doing. It's an ongoing monthly membership. I'm super excited about it because I know that this is something that the world needs. The world needs love more than anything right now. And uh, we're going to do that. That's what our community group is going to do. All right. So sweet sister friend. until next time, shine your light, get your goals, go ahead and sit with the Lord and hear what it is that he wants to say to you and ask him what he wants to do in you this year. Until next time, keep on shining.